Welcome back to Call Me By Your Game, the podcast where I, your host, Connor McCabe, bring on a guest to hear from them about a meaningful video game from a particular moment in their life. We'll talk as well uh, as much about what made playing the game fun and memorable to our guest as we will dive into the context of when they had this uh, special time with it in the first place. It's a bit of a biographical nostalgia show, uh, and it's really fun for me to hear what a, what different games mean to different people. A little bit of housekeeping up top is that there are a bunch of ways you can find us outside of Ye Here podcast. You can check us out uh, on a bunch of things below. There are links in the show notes, so feel free to click. You can find us on Instagram and Twitter to see what episodes we have coming out every week to learn about our great guest for every episode, how you can support them, and also see the really cool art that I make every gosh darn week. Uh, you can also... Uh, check out uh, uh, us on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your shows, and you can leave a rating and review for us. If you leave a five-star rating and review uh, and it's uh, not mean-spirited, I will read it on the show. Uh, and that means a lot to me because it, it's fun to hear what people love about the show. You can let me know your favorite episode or your favorite moment, um, and it helps people find the show. So more, more listeners for us, which is just the best. Uh, you can also share the show with a friend whether they love video games in general or the game that our guest has brought on for the main event today. And this is one of those that I think a lot of people uh, have a relationship with, specifically in our age range. So I'm really excited for it. Um, you can check us out on Discord. There's a link in the show notes if you'd like to join a fun time over there where we're talking about all the shows on the network, including Call Me By Your Game, all sorts of video game stuff. Uh, and lastly, is you can check us out on Patreon. We're over at patreon.com slash supernpcradio, where we offer a ton of bonus video game podcasts every month. Three every week, actually, if you subscribe at the $10 DJ Toad tier. And uh, currently, our main uh, big ticket item is we are going through the original Pokemon games. Pokemon Red, Blue, and Yellow in a book club style format. Um, and those come out every single Friday for all of our DJ Toads. There's a bunch more stuff there. You can check it out online. But that'll do it for the housekeeping of the show, and I'll finally introduce our guest. So please welcome to the microphone uh, DMV survivor and comedian Lindsey Frank. Woo! Oh, yeah! I can hear the cheers from here. It's getting Woo! louder. I did go to the DMV. You did, and you freaking made it out. Um, I didn't ask you before the show, and feel free to just say, Connor, I don't want to share, but what was the appointment for today? Were you renewing a license? Was it a, something else? I was. I was renewing my real ID driver's Ooh. license. Um, I had to do the real ID. You got to do it now, brother. <laughs> got to do it now, brother. Because, deadline's coming up. Yeah, you want to be able to travel. Yeah, um, and you you said renewed it. So had you had the real ID before? That's right. Wow, really? Just uh, an a, an A plus student over here. Oh my god! I hope my mom listens to this one. Mom, if you're listening, I may not be a teacher, but boy, okay, wait. do I know a good student when I see one. You are a teacher. <laughs> That's you know what I'm gonna take that as truth. Uh, well, great job today. Um, on a scale of one to ten, how painful was this DMV experience? Um, ten. That is as high as it gets, folks. Um, I mean, well, I just am allergic to red tape and the 
overall atmosphere, the overall yes. vibe, everyone's mm-hmm. everyone's mood is bad. Yeah, I everyone was coughing. Oh, um, yeah, awful stuff. That's rough. Uh, yeah, it's chaos. It's absolute chaos in there, and I don't know why. <laughs> There's so many mm-hmm. rules to follow. It should yeah. be it should be streamlined and it's not. Everyone loses their mind. And Just there's miserable. I had an appointment and still ended up waiting in three separate lines. Oh. Three that's separate fun. times. It was so I I mean, I ten out of ten. <laughs> oh, so it's a ten out of ten. Ten out of ten <laughs> pain. <laughs> well, hey. I'm glad you made it out. And wow, look at this. Isn't this your nice reward for getting through that is to getting to record a podcast yeah! with your bud? I'm so excited. Um, I'm really excited to have you on. Um, I, Lindsay, you and I know each other like I know the majority of my guests through the Los Angeles improv community. And I can't rem- like pin- pinpoint the exact time we met. Sometimes I'm able to do that with a guest. But you are someone that I, like as I was starting to um, – hover around creep around the indie scene uh (laughs) more often you were someone who was already seeing performing regularly um like whether it would be with like a a mock back in the day or like on indie teams Uh, i just saw you perform so much and you were so funny and i actually i remember seeing you at like because i was kind of ushered into the improv community through my friends who were already there at like party mcfly's like having a good time oh yeah I'm just, you know, obsessed with it. Can't get enough. So, yeah, you'll see me at the parties and the and the indie shows still, even though yes. I'm on Harold. I hey, will still do it all. You know what? Sure, she's gone corporate, but she's <laughs> still performing indie shows. Inject it straight into my veins every can night. I, I, can I ask you some improv questions? Sure. Whoa. Um, and, and the listeners are quite used to the prov talk. Because, I was going to uh, say, should I? <laughs> I'll answer with um, with uh, Nintendo analogies. No, I won't. Oh, yeah. There's no way we could understand it if you didn't do that. So thank <laughs> you for offering. Um, uh, they're quite used to this talk because of, the, of me and the guests we have on the show. And but, they love you. And you know what? They certainly do. Um, what, who was the, who did you take 101 with? I'd love to know that. Um, Billy Merritt in 2011. Incredible. Um, old, 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 uh, William, uh, Maritime. I feel like we were lucky to have him because they were like redoing the syllabus or something. And so we just got an all timer for our 101 and it's, in 2011, I was actually driving up from San Diego to take 101 class. Oh, wait. Did, I feel like you mentioned this to me recently, or I heard you share this anecdote. I shared it when I made Harold Knight this year because it was that's why. a decade in the making. Yeah. I. That's why. I think I read it probably on like your post yeah. or something like that. I, um, they posted about it. I'm sure the listeners are all hyper aware and dialed in, but uh, <laughs> Lindsay is a brand new member of the Herald team Lohan, which is a, Woo! I still refer to it as a weekly team that performs at the UCB theater, even though right now it's only uh, every other week essentially, but with 
with a few past guests of the show, PJ McCormick and, and yeah. Rachel Marsh. You're on a, you're, and it's so fun to, I got to be at your first two shows. They were, they were a blast and we're both up together tonight. Oh which my is God. Past, so we'll everyone see. come, mm, everyone come. You to should this. have come. Yeah. Okay. Yes. <laughs> you're in trouble. Yes. Uh, uh, listener, how not. dare you if you did not. Um, but so anyway, I know you through the improv community. You're just such a joyful, fun, like free spirit on stage, uh, an absolute hoot. Um, <laughs> but what do you want to share about yourself outside of what we've already shared today? Is there anything you want people to know about? Anything you feel like plugging today before we do more video game talking? When you're getting your real ID, make sure you've got your passport so they know who you are. Make sure you've got two proof of uh, your address they're really gonna want to make sure you live there i i brought in a few bills nice to really prove that stuff um you know it's gonna be a headache either way okay and what else about me oh man i wish i wasn't (laughs) so obsessed with improv that i could say one more thing um what do people usually talk about what's cool you know, sometimes people are like, oh, I here's my Instagram or oh, I have this show coming up. Oh, okay. Here's my Instagram at Lindsay is Frank. Why don't you go ahead and tell them the spelling of my name? L-Y-N-D-S-E-Y-F-A-R-N-K. F-R-A-N-K. I said F-A-R. I said Frank. You... <laughs> You fucked up the easiest the I know the easy I part. bet you nor I bet the Lindsay gets misspelled oh, several yeah. ways all the time. Oh yeah. I mean, I can never buy anything from the souvenir shop that has a, a name pre written on it. Of course. Can never get a keychain or a mug. Yes. When traveling. So I actually uh, don't have any mugs or keychains. <laughs> Man, what a shame. You're just drinking your coffee out of your hands hands. and your keys are also in those loose hands. Yeah, loose keys, (laughs) loose juice. I I can relate to you in this. I mean, Lindsay is I would I would say by my judgment is a slightly more common name than Connor. Um, but I think probably has I mean, I guess is a more variety of spelling because there's Lindsay, there's like L I N D. Ugh, disgusting. Ugh. I think um, you just become obsessed with your own spelling. And then when you yes. find somebody else with it, you um, make out. Yeah. Make I, out with each me, other. Me and several Connors with an ER have, have done made this out. exact yeah. thing. Yeah, my, my nephew, who is an OR, you guys would not be kissing. No. And um, not just because we're both ORs. It's because uh, it'd be pedophilia, too. Yeah, which, uh, <laughs> just in case I haven't made it clear on the show, not a fan <laughs> listener. <laughs> Um, but I can totally relate you talking about like the keychain thing. I remember like going to, like you said, souvenir shops, Disneyland as a kid. And even if they had, if they were, if I was lucky to see a Connor, it was of course Connor. Um, so wow. I feel like I've gotten even. So uh, we're we're trauma babies. Uh, we're, we're trauma bonding right now Mm. and we have loose keys (laughs) and loose juice. Yeah, the I know you've seen me drink coffee, uh, but this there's actually nothing in this regular cup. There's no there's no handle. You can't see it. Yeah. Um, over this Zoom. <laughs> I mean, this should be taped because look how cute your room is. It's cute, and it used to be even cuter. Can you see this over here? 
end time and foam so, for soundproofing. So do you see the like plastic bag looking thing on the wall? Yeah, disgusting. So in so first of all, I'm so sorry. Uh in for the listener and Lindsay, for the Lynn Center, um recently <laughs> had some uh issues in this stack of units in my building where the there's a bathroom on the other side of that wall that uh some in one of the stacks there's a leak in a pipe that had been leaking into the garage Ugh. and Last Thursday, unbeknownst to me, um, there was some uh, – well, I knew it was happening. I just didn't know it was happening. They were going to be breaking into these walls. Long story short is the wall used to be prettier. There used to be more foam panels. I got a couple posters that are off the wall now that uh, they they had to get into the walls and fix some pipes, Lindsay. Well, it's better they fix your pipes than your garage filling up with poop water. This is true. This is this is true. That that is a that is a fair trade off. Um. So now I'm just waiting on my building to uh to get my walls fixed. I guess yeah. I got to send an email later. I mean, um, I think half the listeners are waiting for their building to do something. Yeah, you. We've really humanized me and brought me down from finally, my pedestal that finally. I'm normally on. It just you know uh, the stars. They're just like us. Hey. Yep. Even us. Uh, Herald Knight performers. Um. <laughs> Well, Lindsay, like I said, I'm really excited to have you on today. Um, before we get into your general history of video games, will you introduce what you've brought on for us today and call me by your game? Today I've brought on the PC game for your computer in 1999, um, Roller Coaster Tycoon. Woo! I... I I had an instinct there to do a roller coaster noise, but I just realized I, I it, it would probably be what incoherent. What would that be? Try <laughs> I was trying to think of that. Would it just be like, no. is that a good one? Oh, yeah. That was really good. Um, <laughs> maybe you would just be all the passengers. Or maybe it would just oh, be yeah. a scream. <laughs> oh, it could be like, ah. Oh, better. I like that a little bit. That uh, sounded um, like the 405 at, at 2 in the morning when no one's on <laughs> When people are actually able to drive on it. Yeah. Um, I'm really excited about this. This is one of those. Every so often we get a game on this uh, that someone brings on for the main event that means a lot to a lot of people. And I know this is one. And I'm, I'm also really surprised that this is episode 161 that we're recording. That 161? It, it's not psychotic. And no one's brought this game? I think that I'm more looking at it like you're the chosen one and it was meant to be. I'm freaking out. Um, I have not and, spent more hours of my life on any other game. Well, definitely was meant to be then. Okay. Um, anyway, like I told you before, we're going to save uh, our Roller Coaster Tycoon talk for the second half of the show for the most part. But, I'll try. <laughs> well, if you can, if, you, if you're I'll able to keep a lid try. on. <laughs> well, I want to hear about your history with video games in general, uh, Lindsay. Now, do you remember a, like the earliest memory of playing a game, whether it was on a console, a computer, or anything like that, or even seeing one somewhere? Um, well, I have two older brothers, um, so it must be watching my, uh, the, the second oldest brother, because we're seven years apart. Oh, okay. Um, I probably... That make you the baby? That makes me the baby. Um... <laughs> So baby me probably saw him on his, you know, Game Boy and uh, 
and he had a Sega for sure. Oh, cool. Um, so I think my first memories is like um watching him play Sonic and then and then me being like, I wanna play with your Sega. Um now that my fingers uh, now that I have motor skills, uh, let me play Sonic and yeah. what was the Echo? The like Echo the Dolphin. The dolphin. We've actually done that before this one. Insane, but Echo rules. I mean, yes. I would I would play for an hour just trying to do the first jump. The, yeah. The first. <laughs> did you guys talk about that for an hour? The first fucking jump. Just. I don't. I don't remember if we specifically did, uh, but that was a. I will say that was an Austin Williams uh, pick. Hell yeah. Austin yeah. rules. Speaking of new Herald Knight performers. Woo! Oh my God. I hope everyone's obsessed with improv on this. Uh, these listeners. Oh, they're about to be. <laughs> about to be. I mean, if they've been to Herald Knight, then they are for sure. <clears throat> um, so yeah, I think Sega was the first one to open. Did you get a eyes. chance to touch the controller? Cause I know for a lot of younger siblings, there was like a, it was a, uh, a lot of gatekeeping by older siblings oftentimes. What I will say now, because I'll watch my partner play Fortnite and Apex and Zelda a lot, and huh. I'll just sit there and watch and watch and watch, mm-hmm. and he's sort of like, "It is. are you enjoying watching this at all? And I was like, <laughs> yeah, I grew up with like brothers and like older kids up the street, like, when and like when there's a group watching also like there's lots of times in your life you don't get the controller so you watch and yeah. you're just like enthralled anyways one cuz you can't wait to play and two because honestly my brothers were better at me at the game <laughs> so you get to watch the game be played better <laughs> yes um so i actually truly enjoy watching other people play video games oh, fun so that's mostly my interactions with it now except for my switch which yeah i became obsessed with animal crossing over the pandemic oh. oh i bet you've had that game actually no you haven't um, had animal crossing no one's so no one's brought on a single animal crossing and i've kind of no one is a lot of people will bring up Animal Crossing, but it's one of those that I'm like, ooh, it's still so new that I wouldn't tell someone they couldn't, but I would always try to steer someone a different r- route. Because you know how – I'm going to go on a tangent really quick, even though we're talking about your life. I'll come with you. Hey, thanks. Uh, co- come on and hop in the passenger seat. Um, beep, beep. There's – have you seen this trend in movies? Have you seen this? Have you heard about this? There's <clears throat> where like a world event will happen. And then, like, three to five years later, there's already a movie about it. And whether it, like, would be, like, the Boston Marathon where there was, like, a bombing in 2013, it was, like, Mm -hmm. four years later, there was a Mark Wahlberg movie about the Boston Marathon bombing. I feel like with 9-11, it was even faster. Yeah. um, It actually came out in the year 2000. It was so fast. Uh, So fast. That is a trend that always annoys me with media, mostly because... Um, I really think that like we need more time to let world events breathe and to process things that have happened in our lives or just events like that before we are making, making some media about it slash having a statement about it. Sometimes it's not that you Mm -hmm. can't have an opinion or like, oh, this is how this made me feel. But when something is pumped out less than 10 years after it happened, I'm just like, let's cool it. 
that's a really long winded way to say, I think at some point I want to do, so I do a version of my show, Lindsay, for our Patreon, I, where I have like a group of people on to discuss one game. Ooh. Um, it's called the co-op series. We've done like 34 of them and, uh, can't wait. And Hey, it's great. So what I want to do someday, and I'm not emotionally ready for it is to have people to talk on, on to talk about that animal crossing, because it was a really strange place in our lives where that, that game came out, I think like a week and a half after lockdown. Uh, so it's just, you know, looking at the 2020 and how severe that was for everyone. I just kind of want, I want a little breathing room if that makes sense. I will give you that room. And yeah, I wow, definitely associate it with um, the pandemic for sure. But, but that being said, do you have anything to say about the game? No, absolutely not. Not after that tangent. <laughs> after that long I, lead up. After that, I, I'm not saying anything. Actually, disgusting. <laughs> wow, you've totally pivoted. Um, <laughs> I'm just going to be your favorite guest and not say a thing about it. Uh, but I will. Ha- I do have a question about I love- Go that for it. tangent. Do you, if a show talk like, do you like when a new show um, touches on the reality of COVID or not? It doesn't bother me. And like masks it, or no masks, it doesn't bother you either way. Yeah, it's kind of like either either way. Um, I think there's. Have you seen um, the other two? Yes. Like the the other two has a great example. I think at the end of season one or something, or the beginning of season two. I don't remember when they do it. Where the last gag in the whole show is like the new guy. I th- what's his name? Uh, uh, I can't remember the actor's name, but he is doing like the old segment that Carrie used to do. And at the very end, he's like, "And there's this new thing out there called COVID nineteen. It's probably no big deal." Like funny. That's kind of funny. And then there's another. There's like a show out right now too that like talks about the wake of covid and it, it doesn't really bother me is my long-winded okay. way of responding okay yeah I, um i watched a show recently where they brought it up and it seemed like natural and i liked it yeah i think little uh, uh dave did that recently too which i was thought it was cool cool i don't watch dave i watch barry hey and that's a, did they mention that in barry um it was just the first name of a, a dude oh <laughs> okay um <laughs> I was going to say, wow, I missed the COVID arc that Howard, <laughs> Noho Hank had COVID. Uh, best um, character in the television show. Best character, you said? In a television show. He's so good. He is great. Um, uh, so back to, sorry, I've gotten us on a wild tangent. Um, so growing up, so did you, you, you watch your brothers play Game Boy, Sega. Mm-hmm. Did you ever have like a game or a system that was like sort of yours? Did you ever get a Game Boy, anything like that? The first one where I was like, I'm into video games now. I love this so much. I can't wait to get home from school. Was a Nintendo 64. Oh, that's right. I mean, we that's just like the heart of uh, video games for me. Yes. <clears throat> what are some games that uh, you want to highlight from that console? Because that's my personal favorite one. Yeah. I have a lot of nostalgia for it. Me too. I'll slurp up that nostalgia with you. Uh, and definitely, like, saw other people get it before me, which made me really want it. Mm-hmm. Um, and the first game I saw people play on it was 007. Oh, yeah. So Golden I was like, I, I got to get that. And then I was <laughs> so bad at it that I was mostly just, you can't see the screen because it's not recording, but I'm doing the, the Cheeto Chop 
It's a perfect slapper's motion. I it's just, like you're in the game. I, this was me the whole time because I was so <laughs> bad at it. No one can see me. <laughs> Explain what I'm doing. Lindsay's doing the the slapper's motion where she's got a perfect judo chop going horizontal or like a diagonal <laughs> down the screen. And it's like it's like I'm watching James Bond do it. <laughs> so I'm just um, judo chopping people's necks. And really, the, the screen goes red a lot, which just yeah. means you've been killed. <laughs> yes. Uh, couldn't learn how to hold my bazooka or whatever the weapons were. Um, but the first games where I was like, all right, this is the game for me. Uh, was Diddy Kong Racing, Mario Kart. You know, racing games were probably my favorite. And because you brought up Pokemon when you were doing some housekeeping up top, I will say Pokemon Snap, where you just take photos of Pokemon, was my freaking jam. That is, I mean, I know this phrase is overused a lot, but Ooh, like the kids say, I can't the vibe. <laughs> Such a vibe. Mm-hmm. Um, it's peaceful and, um, yeah, it definitely touched on a few things I personally really enjoy, like photography and animals. I don't know how you view, um, Pokemon, but they're just cute little animals. They're cute. They're gorgeous. I love my favorites too. Um, yeah, you get to see your favorites. Uh, yep. who's your favorite? My personal favorite is Bulbasaur. Do you remember Bulbasaur? Bulbasaur. You did it perfectly. Um, yes, I do. I'm trying to remember in the game where he was because I remember taking photos of him. But you, I think yeah. you have to do a special thing to get him out. There could be. It could be one of those that's like in a couple levels, but you have to do something to get him. Oh, I, that is so also a game cool. I love. Bro. Yeah. Bro. Can I just say? Yes. My favorite Pokemon is Dragonite. <gasps> and that, to get him out, is wild. Like... First of all, the level you're in, like, a river the whole time. Is it the canyon river that you're in? Uh, I'm just going to say yes. Yeah, (laughs) go for it. (laughs) (laughs) You're just in water the whole time. And then you have to, like, be at a level where you have the smoke balls. Yes. And then you have to, like, throw it perfectly into, like, the sky in, like, a tornado hole oh i remember this yeah you have to throw it perfectly up into the sky into the middle of the tornado hole tornado hole (laughs) and then he'll come out um he's not a he's not a flute bitch he's a he's a a smoke ball bitch that's awesome is that and is dragonite your favorite because of that game no um i also remember having a plush beanie baby you know like you can get beanie babies bigger and they're just like a plush i i loved the dragon one now i don't remember the dragon beanie baby's name because i can just think of dragonite right now oh i could i could google it look i have my phone right here oh my gosh we are in real time figuring this out detective work beanie baby dragon name (laughs) name Ooh, and value his name is Holly. Nope. That's a beanie boo. What the hell is a beanie boo? Scorch. Oh, Scorch. Yeah. Oh, I remember that one. Scorch the cutie. And also, I almost talked about Neopets on the show. Yes. My Neopet was a dragon. You're just a dragon gal. Yeah. Uh, you could have said bitch. Um, 
I've been saying bitch I could a lot. have. I feel like you paused a little, like, for a second. And I was like, ooh, I hope he calls me a dragon bitch. Um, I guess I'm just a dragon bitch. Uh, and I I'm think really happy for you. Thank you. They're super cute. They fly. Um, Did you ever play Spyro the dragon? Do you know that little guy? No! Do you know this game at all? No. Okay, so this is a this is a game that our dear friend Aaron Byrne brought on the show in, like, 2020. And it's about this purple little sassy dragon named Spyro who Cute. flies around and burns bad Cute. guys. He's great. Oh, hell yeah. I would burn bad guys all day. Yes. Um. Okay, back to N64. N64. Well, you talked about Diddy Kong Racing, too. And, oh, yeah. And that is another one that is that I've had only... Have I had one? One person has done that on the show, but several other people have like, it's often listed as like, oh, here's a few that I could do. It's in there for a lot of people. Oh, it's so um, in there. What do you remember enjoying about that game? Oh, boy. It's a, it's a beautiful thing because I like games where you can also just explore. Yes. You don't have to be necessarily be in a game to be flying around the island and you just feel free. <laughs> yeah. I, sometimes I just like to hop in the plane and fly to an island, see what's up. And I like games that have little secrets you can unlock. Um, I like picking a character of, and I was always the tiger Oh, or the, the turtle. The... I think the turtle was Conker. I'm Conker. What was oh, the... that was the squirrel. Oh, that's the squirrel? Who's the turtle? Uh, let me all... I'll look up the okay, turtle. Okay, now right you now. Google. Uh, I feel like I did turtle and tiger a bunch. All right, we're gonna figure this out. I feel uh, like the turtle was all like, Yay! <laughs> "No, I like the sound of that." Guy. Yeah. Okay, uh, so the turtle was oh, tip top. Tip top. And timber the tiger. Timber the tiger. That makes sense. Um, there, uh, do you remember? Did, there's the clock. You can race as the clock in the game if you unlock enough stuff. Yeah. Wait. Yeah. Uh, the like stopwatch thing. Its name's TT. Did I get that far? I really couldn't beat that fucking. Can we cuss on this show? Oh hey, cuss all you'd like. <laughs> you can bleep it out because that's funny. That fucking octopus level. Oh. It's like the last one was impossible for me um but i also know you could like try to beat your best time and then like race the ghost of you yes mm -hmm. that's what i was confusing what you were saying but it's like i remember doing that a lot like racing the ghost of myself oh. <laughs> that sounds very poetic racing the <laughs> it's ghost almost of existential yourself. it is now i'm freaking <laughs> out um that's fucked up uh what else do i love about that game yeah um you know, it's car, it's hovercraft, it's plane. You it's level up, it's a joy. You, there's that weird genie who freaks me out. Yes. And he gives you little quests to do. It's always fun to just race. Like, sometimes it's fun to put the guns down and just race each other. Actually, it's violent because you want to fuck up the person in front of you. Yeah, put the guns down and pick the rockets up and start shooting those <laughs> at your at your enemies. There are rockets. It's always yeah. violent. What am, what am I saying? <laughs> but it is sometimes just fun to fly around. Yes. Um, it's such a great one that it's such. It's also kind of like a vibe. It's like Pokemon it's, Snap. Yeah, let's get back to the vibe of it because 
sometimes I would be like, I just want to do snow themed races today because it was so yeah. beautiful and so cutie. Mm-hmm. Um, there's some really cutie like snow levels. Uh, yeah, where just the town looks so like antiquated and like their lights are on and it just looks like almost a Victorian era and you kind of just want to like fly your plane into their house. Hey, you just, you're fuck it, shit it's up. so gorgeous. You want to commit <laughs> an act of terror. <laughs> Is that not how everyone feels? Um, uh-huh. Just me. <laughs> I just don't think there's a safe way to land your plane next to them or your I don't think I think you're right. Yeah, <laughs> they didn't really plan for you stopping <laughs> racing in that game. I would do that in every racing game. Am I the only one? Uh, you got to go not. off the rails. Also, that's how you find secrets sometimes. Um, it is. You got to explore, poke around. It wants you to poke. It's begging you to poke around. That's reminding me of um, the the. F- <laughs> What if I just set the record for the F-bomb today? Would that be fun? Hey, I mean... I went to the DMV. I'm holding in a lot of F-bombs. You are allotted F- extra F-words for that. Thank you so much. Okay. Can I, can we talk about... Um, ugh, you've probably talked about this game so much, but can we talk about... Um, what's What's the other racing game? Mario Kart. Yeah, we can talk about whatever you want. Only because me and my best friend Liz growing up would play in this fucked up way. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> Tell me about it. Well, first of all, we would always like be a team together. I would always come in first. She would always come in second. And we'd try to make that happen. Oh, you were the Ricky Bobby and she was the whatever John C. Riley's character's name yeah. is. Yeah. Okay, so other friends do that too. Great. Uh, yeah, I was Toad number one and she was Yoshi number two. Ooh. Um, we would play hit the boat. So on the level where you have to like zoom over the yes, you just it's like a Donkey Kong jungle level. Yeah. So we would just spend the whole time trying to l- land exactly time it when the boat was there and land on the boat and to see yes. what would happen so that we could just chill in the boat. You can't you can't chill in the boat. It really fucks up the game <laughs> like <Yeah. laughs> it's just like you can see the zero zero one one zeros start to like collapse on themselves yes uh, so you sort of like fall through the boat uh, there's no way to just chill on it but we've definitely spent a few seconds on it where we were like <laughs> we're definitely on the boat um but just spending so many hours trying to perfectly land on the boat and maybe just get a ride around on the boat see who's on the yeah. boat it's not a thing so really, it's just like crashing the computer software, whatever it is. Uh, and then we would also follow the train on the train tracks one. Yes. Oh, I love that, that one. Yeah. What's your favorite level? My favorite level from Mario Kart 64. Hmm. It, it you know, I like um, Wario's like racetrack where it's like a, it's like a dirt bike. Oh my God. Area. That's my favorite. Really? And I don't know why. I I don't know either. It's it's a, a little. I would even say it's too long. Like it the is track too goes long. along a little too long. But That's my I, I have a lot of too. fun memories of it. I don't know why it's mine either, but it is. I um. And I didn't know it was called that. I think that's it's like roughly that title. It doesn't but even feel Wario. No, I think it just they just slap his face <laughs> on it and that's it. <laughs> the one that feels Wario is the. The ghost one where you're on the bridge and everything's so fucked up. <laughs> yes, that one is and that scary. one's tough. 
I slide off the edges a lot. Yeah, I hate it. It's so stressful. I mean, so is the traffic coming at you on Toad's Turnpike. No, thank you. No, thanks. And I love Toad. I'm Toad. <clears throat> Have people come on and do impressions of Toad? As soon as you said I'm Toad, I wanted to hear one. So I want to hear it too. You go, you go. I don't even know if I'm okay. good at it. <laughs> I'll give it a shot. Okay, let's try. All right, here we go. Um, <clears throat> Mario, <laughs> it's me, Toad. <laughs> I was just going to go, I'm the best. <laughs> Toad does say that in the game. Yeah, and when he falls, it's like a whole, oh, 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 uh, or when he falls, it's like, ah, <laughs> if you fall <laughs> off a really big cliff. Yeah, I didn't know he had a real voice. I think the, the like, grizzled one they started doing after that, so he, it's like kind of a clear He went through puberty. Voice. Hey, good for you, Toad. His balls dropped. <laughs> Finally, Toad's big Finally. balls. Finally, his huge balls. Um, yeah, Toad was my dude, for sure. Um, so, did you, so, N64, obviously, huge console for you. Um, perhaps recently, I know you were talking about watching your partner play Apex, yeah. playing yeah. Fortnite, Zelda. Yeah. Um, was there another game, you could even talk about Animal Crossing if you want, uh, that no. you've had experience with, <laughs> <laughs> that you want to mention, like, uh, more recently? Um... It would have to be that game, unfortunately. No, go for it. Um, you, you scared me out of it. So now I'm trying to think if there's anything else that I have with my... I mean, nothing's really lived up to the Animal Crossing ex, experience on the Switch for me. Uh, Do you have a favorite uh, animal buddy on your island? Animal buddy? Um, I have like, yeah, I, or like I have crushes on some of the animals. Ooh, who do you have crush on? There's like a, a, a wolf, a smug wolf. <laughs> I forget his name. It's been a while. Um, I'm like, he's hot. And he has like an <laughs> ass, smug, grumpy attitude. Actually, it's a goat who's smug and the wolf is just a dick. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And they're both hot. Um, so those are my... F and then, like, cutie-wise, there's this duck named Ketchup. She's really... <gasps> she's so freaking cute. Is she red? She is. That's really cute. How'd you know? I, you know, context clues really helped me out. Ketchup! <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh, my God, you got ketchup? Because it's like, you don't know who you'll get unless you pay... Yes. Unless you pay for... Uh, these token things where you can like pick who you get but you also have to do challenges to get them to come to your island still nothing's free it's all hard work i'm not talking about this game it just happened it's too fresh it's oh you know what don't <laughs> listen to me i'm a big stinker oh okay i'll tell you not my favorite uh animal buddy from the from my time when i played that game and it was like hard and fast for three months, and then I have not touched it in three years. Oh, um, sick. Do you know who Raymond is, the cat? I don't. No well, cats. Well, that, that just... I have no cats. Uh, well, I hope you get a cat someday, but Raymond 
really blew up in the zeitgeist around that time where everybody wanted Raymond on their island. Whoa, everybody like, loves Raymond. Hey, now we're talking. <laughs> I should have thought of that myself. That's um, okay. Ugh, the, hey, that's why that's why they pay you the big bucks for comedy. They do. They pay me really, really big bucks. They're $1 bills, but they're huge. <laughs> oh, hey, that that's pretty cool. Um <laughs> He long story short is it, this cat got really popular in 2020 and everyone wanted because he he has a cool look. He's like he's not angsty, but he's got a real preppy look. He wears a nice sweaters. He's oh. got um, one eye is blue, one eye is brown, I think. Whoa. Yeah. Um, is he hot? Uh, I mean, probably to some people. Well, now I, I want to show you who I think is hot. <laughs> I got to see. Um, What if I just write it in hot? Is he a deer or a goat? I'll do, I'll do hot wolf animal crossing. <laughs> we had a wolf on my island for a little while. I can't remember the name, though. Whoa. There's so many wolves. Yeah, there's a bunch. Because this series has been going on since 2001. They've had like five or six games. 2001? It is yeah, this a... wolf. But, Ooh. but it's like a weird pixelated picture of him. Oh, What's here he is, here he is. His name? I don't know. It says wolf. Look at him. Oh, that's a handsome wolf. Okay, right? Very nice. Nice themed sweater, too. Dang. And he's mean to me. <laughs> oh, that's what everybody wants. <laughs> uh, I don't know his name. Um, um, I have one final question for you about your history with video games. Oh, my gosh. Okay. And it's actually about your future with video games okay okay. And, uh is has there a game that you have seen whether it's someone else play seen online or or in the store that you've been like i would like to try that game um no you know what i miss what is you miss? i'd rather just play something i miss which is um smash brothers I'm like crazy. N64 Smash? I did. All the way to the hand. Oh, Master Hand. Master Hand. Um, That's a game yeah. that they haven't. I don't know if you have Nintendo Switch online on your Switch, but they have like an N64 library if you have the, the expansion pack, um, which you can play Pokemon Snap on there, Mario Kart uh, for the N64. But I. I want them to bring the original Smash there. It's such a fun game. We could play that over here anytime. I honestly, I do need to play it uh, soon. And yeah, that's insane that they don't have it. That was huge. Yeah, I hope they 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 oftentimes will. They're always adding to it, but they it's sort of like a slow drip feed that slow roll. Is, yeah, it's frustrating. But uh, we should play Smash over here sometimes. I love that original game. Who are you? My favorite character is Link, but I also like Pikachu. I love Pikachu. Yes. Um, and then I love um, Samus. Oh, Samus is so good. Obsessed. I love Samus. She's the best. She's so great. Um, um, yeah. I'm a, I also like, I'm a Pikachu and a Samus, and I get mad if anybody plays as Kirby. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's classic. <laughs> it's such a cheat move to me. Now it's now the character people. One of the characters I see that people hate in the modern game is is Ness. People don't like when people they they get mad when they see a Ness player. It's like a whole mm. it's like a stigma about it. Oh, I would love to be mad at a new player. 
Well, hey, you might get that opportunity. Um, Wait, I want to know your favorite level for that one. Maybe we have the same. Wait, I'll say mine first. Okay, go for it. To see if we're the same. It's the ship one where you're playing on a ship. Is it like the the spaceship, Star Fox? Uh Oh, I love that one. That's a classic one. I think for me, it's probably either the old Super Mario Brothers one. Yep, cute. Where it's trying to look like the original Nintendo game, or I like the Zelda stage. Actually, I like the Pokemon stage. I think it's Saffron City. Oh, I like the Zelda one, the the castle. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah, building. Fun. Yeah, I like being on that spaceship. Yeah, that one's fun. And it's such a nice big stage to where it's hard to get knocked off. There's a lot Mm -hmm. of space. Mm -hmm. Um, Anyway, uh, killer. Well, Lindsay, thank you for sharing about, you know, a smattering of your video game history. Um, We're going to take a quick break. And when we come back, we'll get into all things Roller Coaster Tycoon. So I'll see you on the other side. See you on the other side. Welcome back to Call Me By Your Game. I am your host, Connor McCabe, of course, here with Lindsay Frank. Lindsay, welcome back. Woo! Woo! Oh my gosh, the cheers are even louder and more violent than last time. <laughs> um, Lindsay, uh, before we get into your personal history with the game, uh, I'm going to do a little table setting for us. But again, if you want to include any bullet points, anything you think is important to know, by all means, you have permission. I want you to know that. I think you're going to do perfect. Lee, wow. We'll see. Now, that's the faith I, I love my guests having me. So here we go. Roller Coaster Tycoon is a 1999 construction and management simulation video game themed around amusement parts, namely roller coasters, developed by Chris Sawyer and published by Hasbro Interactive. The game was released for Windows originally in 1999 and was later ported to Xbox by Infogrames in 2003 and, of course, has been made available on other consoles and systems since. Uh, it is the first game in the Roller Coaster Tycoon series, and it received two expansion packs back in the day. Well, the first one was called Added Attractions, which was released in the U.S. as Corkscrew Follies. Very fun name. Uh, and then in 1999, that, that's when that one came out, and the second one came out called Loopy Landscapes in the year 2000. Uh, two special editions were released, uh, Roller Coaster Tycoon Gold and Totally Roller Coaster in 2002. Uh, which contained the original game uh, and the uh, bonus added content as well. Um, And then Roller Coaster Tycoon Deluxe was released in 2003, which contained the content in gold, plus more designs for the different customizable rides. Like I've said, the game is a simulation where you are building a theme park from the ground up in different scenarios. You were in charge of literally placing the track for a coaster for placing a bench in your park making a concession stand making sure the guests are having a good time and managing their moods um it's a sim in the sense that it's very similar it's like if sim city were a theme park game um again though this is one of the uh, one of the more popular games from our childhood so i think a lot of people will be familiar but just in case they're not i wanted to include that um Lindsay, is there any bullet points or thing like a crucial element that I should include before we talk about your personal history with this game? No. I'm so perfect. Freaking, 
nailed it listener uh yeah that's a streak of uh one time in a row of nailing it uh well i guess i mean you're supposed to like beat the park like you're they give you tasks like you to in order to beat a park you have to reach a certain number of guests or yes it need you have to have a certain number of roller coasters or you need to have a certain amount of money yeah there's or like you different can't beat the park and yeah, then there's each, like yeah it's like like requirements or like thresholds to reach based on the scenario you're doing absolutely and it's like you have quote unquote two years but like time moves very quickly yes so do the seasons to beat the park so say you need x amount of freaking um people in your park and it's you know two months away and you don't have it you start to freak out. Yeah, you, you hit that deadline. And I pride um, I pride myself on them having beaten every single park. Oh. Yeah. Um, well, speaking of which, um, this is a game I only ever sort of like goofed around with because my friend had it. I don't even remember if I ever had the disc, but how did this game come into your life? Do you remember when yeah. you got it or was it just around? I freaking remember when I first saw it. Um being played by someone else. You know when your mom... Do you have, do you have a mom? <laughs> I do. Um, did you grow up with a mom? You know when your mom is like friends with their coworker and they have a child your same age, so you're forced to like hang with a new kid at their house and hopefully they're not some weirdo freak. Yeah, hopefully they're like with. a nice kid. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, you're just sort of forced to play with uh, another 10 year old sometimes and hopefully it's fine um, but I remember going to their place and they just wanted to show me this new computer game they got I just remember watching her play this game four hours <laughs> uh, again I don't mind watching people play but I wanted to play so badly and she finally let me. And I was like, there's not enough time here <laughs> in this, in meeting this person and like us, our mom's gabbing and drinking wine for me to like, I was just like, I, I have to get this immediately. Yes. And I think subconsciously I knew I did my mom a solid by hanging out with a kid I don't know for her to hang with a work friend. So I was like, mm, I, I have to have this. Yes. So I don't think it was long till I had it, and it was just one of those games. It could, like, the sun could go up and down, and I, I, I wouldn't know. I was just so hyper focused on this game. And you're right; it is like The Sims in a in a sense that like, it's so open, and you are God, in this game. But like, also there's there's tasks to do. So however serious you want to take it, like if you've beaten the park and now you just want to like, I'll tell you all the ways in which I had fun on my own in this game hey i'm all ears this is why we're here do you have any questions <laughs> yet because <laughs> i'm gonna already get into the like how i mean i took it so serious for one like yeah go for it i first had to beat the park uh whatever it needed from me that's what i was yes. gonna do the first park they sort of like um easy win like some of the rides are already there there's lots of space um there's no trees you have to cut down that cost money, you know? Um, and I think they get exponentially harder each 
each uh, park. That um, makes sense. I, I would assume, I mean, I, I, it's been so long since I've touched it, mm-hmm. but it's obviously a well-loved game, really well-designed. I oh, would bet yeah. that they, because there's a lot of systems at play, right? Oh, yeah. There's so much. Like, yeah, you're right. You have to take care of the emotional. You want the guests to be so happy. Like, you're so psyched to build the perfect park for everyone. Like, you want scary rides, which not every guest is down with a scary ride. So you got to have the thrill rides, which are our medium, which most people will do. And then you want the baby rides for those uh, anxiety-ridden customers, like I used to be, that will only go on a slow uh, canoe ride or something. Yeah. Um, Which will also piss off the people that want to just do extreme rides. So it's like finding a balance was really fun for me. And I don't know why it scratches an itch, but it did. But I wanted everyone to be perfect. It's because I'm an empathetic person. I want <laughs> everyone to be exactly perfect happy, which is a problem in my life because it's it's a form of control. <laughs> so I want everyone to be perfect happy. And when I did achieve that, it just felt amazing. So I made sure everyone in my ha- park was just so freaking happy. Um, like down to like foliage. I wanted yes. them to have pretty flowers. Wanted them to have enough bathrooms. <laughs> I wanted them to have perfect rides. Oh my gosh. You can name the park whatever you want. Uh I'm gonna just start going into tangents because I love this game so much. But hey, I'm all if I have a question, I'll interject, but I go for it. I'm just freaking going for it right now. Um <clears throat> once I would beat a park or enough parks, I would just get the itch to play in a sims way almost oh yeah of like sort of just like okay this is you could literally call it the name Lindsay's world or like um butt city or planet oh both sound equally awesome yeah planet butt city uh whatever you <laughs> want um so that aspect of the game can get very fun um so if i had like beaten a park and was in a, a, di- a way, uh, in a mood to play the, the game in a different way after uh, coming home from sixth grade, I would just log on and be like, I'm going to build Lindsay's world. And then, like, the bathrooms kind of look like houses. Okay. Um, so I would, like, make an island. <laughs> that just means sidewalk over here where you can't leave. I wouldn't, okay, yeah. I wouldn't connect it to the sidewalk that leads to the exit of the park. So <laughs> I would create an island for me and my crush. Because um, you can name the people as well. That's right. I remember like you could click on the characters too and, and mm-hmm. sort of see details on their faces. Yeah, they don't really have detailed, too detailed of faces. This is 1999, but definitely different colored shirts and a and, oh, okay, gotcha. And different color hair, I think. Um, but I would definitely like pick out a shirt color, name it Lindsay for me, and then pick out another player and name it my crush. And then they, I would like you, you, you pick people up. No one can see my hand right now, but there's a claw. It's like a claw machine yeah. that yep. we're seeing. You, you claw the person, pick them up. They're dangling, <laughs> um, and you put them. This is helpful with when you want to pick up a guest who like has to piss and you could just pick them up, put them next to a bathroom. 
Oh, that's so nice. Um, if you're, I mean, but sometimes you have 900 people in your park. You can't just pick up everyone that needs to piss and put them uh, where you want them. Um, but okay, so I'm picking up myself and a crush, moving them onto this island that <laughs> is just essentially bathrooms and flowers, um, and maybe like uh, a swan ride uh, if we're feeling Ooh, romantic. Yeah. Um, but essentially, what happens is because of the nature of this game, it's not Sims. The 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 guests will start looking for the exit, and their faces will turn from a smile to slowly start to frown and yeah. then become red and angry looking for an exit. <laughs> <laughs> so it's not really like you can just push them together like Barbies to kiss. Um, yes. But you do, I did take big chunks of time just trying to make a perfect uh, utopia for me and my crush to just live and, and have I'm babies. A... And, and it never happens. They just get angry looking for the exit <laughs> and say, I want to go home. And then they start barfing and and littering and just being so upset and then i could just pick them up and drown them and then they're dead <laughs> and then they're just freaking gone this is the adverse side of <laughs> roller coaster tycoon this is just Lindsay time sometimes where you just want an island with your crush until they get mad enough and you kill them <laughs> Perfectly normal uh, and, and reasonable uh, a chain of events right there. Uh, but I wouldn't have expected to hear from someone that they like to essentially, you know, like play house in this game the way oh, that a lot of people yeah. did with The Sims. I played house in this game where you're not really supposed to, but you have yeah. enough freedom in the game to do it. So I did it. Never worked out. I never kissed. They can't kiss. It's really just... How strong crushes are. <laughs> Roller Coaster Tycoon is yeah. a kissing feature away from being the perfect game. You know what? Put that on the t-shirt. And I'll wear it. <laughs> I will wear it. Um, you hear that? Chris Sawyer, developer. <laughs> I'm absolutely the person that just made their Barbies kiss so much that like the lipstick on the Barbies would disappear. Wow, they're really getting sm going to smooch town. I was a smooch towner, so really, I was just trying to smooch on Roller Coaster Tycoon. But also, I took the game very seriously. I wouldn't screw around until I ran into f bombs. Now I have to say screw. I wouldn't screw around <laughs> until I beat all the parts. Yes, and some are really hard. Some when you get to advanced level parks because you've beaten fifteen, they'll give you a park that's pretty much done and it's timed so that one of the roller coasters will explode <laughs> and crash and your rating goes down people die and then you have this huge roller coaster that kind of went throughout the whole park that's just like taking up space so then you yeah. learn to just immediately demolish that shit once you start the that level and just like work around and do your best that level also has so many trees so many hills so it makes it more expensive to build and you start with an X amount of money and there's no rosebud like trick to get more money on that as there is on Sims. Um, so there's so much that goes into it. And that one was really hard to be in when I did. That was a good day. Probably pretty satisfying. Yeah. It's also satisfying when you build a roller coaster 
And for me, it was always like, I want this roller coaster to not be too scary, but thrilling enough that everyone was going to ride this and jump when they exit the ride. If people jump uh, when they exit a ride, it means they just had the best time on that ride. Oh. So, like, if you yourself build a roller coaster that makes them jump after, it's the best feeling. Yes, that's... Chef's kiss. It's the game, like, basically giving you the thumbs up. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, And my favorite was probably building... um, uh, What are they called? Not bumper cars. Was it bumper cars? No, what's the... Go-karts? Go-karts! Yeah. That was my favorite thing to build. Because it's just, like, something everyone enjoys. The track's real cute. And, yeah, you can just get really intricate with the course. And it's so fun. That's fantastic. It's such a fun game. I mean, you hearing from you, it's like you not only just played the game all the way through as much as you could play it, but then you found your own. Yep. This is always something I find interesting is when people find their own ways to play games um, and to enjoy something kind of similar to how you and your friend would like poke around and explore in Mario Kart or Diddy Kong Racing. Mm -hmm. And it's fun when you get rewarded for it. That's how I found a key once in Diddy Kong. Fucking with a bridge. Screwing with a bridge. Because you have to like make it go down and then ride it up to get a key in like a castle part. Anyways, yeah. I love when it's such a big world that you kind of just do what you want. Which like my partner does with um, Zelda games. Because it's so open-ended and beautiful. You kind of just fuck around. uh, Screw around. Throw pots at the wall, and you know sometimes you're rewarded with a little gift. You actually nice, were supposed uh, to throw that pot on the wall, and there was something inside of it. So you're you're rewarded for for your exploration. Yeah, um, that definitely lights up something in my brain. Yeah, as it I, should as a human, we definitely should be exploring. I'd like to ask you about. Um, you've gotten into a little bit of the context of when you were playing this, but. Um, can you do me a favor and do a little scene painting on what, where your computer was set up and what that room was like back then? Um, <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm, um, this was, I definitely played it in our computer room, which was an office. It was a room just for a computer. Um, how much scene painting can you do in this room? I want to know. Do you uh, remember? Was it like sitting on a regular desk? Was it one of those old, big wooden desks that our parent, that like some parents had, where there was like it would like encase the whole thing? It was. It was probably like a cheaper IKEA desk. Mm-hmm. But it did take up space, but it didn't matter because that's just what the room was for. It was kind of an empty-ish room. Was this far from like your bedroom, or was it like nope. close? Right next door. Oh, would you ever like? I mean, did that ever encourage you to like sneak in for some extra time? Were there even restrictions on how much you could play? I wasn't very restricted, um, because you know. Playing a computer game is pretty harmless. 
in my mom's eye of what gives her anxiety. <laughs> yeah, you could, she at least could, in, when I was growing up, you could get away with a lot more on the computer than you could if I was like playing my Game Boy or something like that. Um, She just didn't want to be me to be out somewhere where she didn't know where I was. Sure. So if I'm that at home sense. in the computer room, that's okay. Yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah, honestly, I I was on the computer a lot, especially because AIM too. Like, oh yeah, just like sat there. Truly, just so many hours spent in the computer room. Would you have this? I mean, may if you played this game a little after release, uh, that would probably have been when it's AIM was up. really kicking off. Oh yeah, it is. So I'd have to choose between the two sometimes. But, like, if your crush isn't on AIM anyways, you're just going to go on Roller Coaster Tycoon and build a little island. I love this. Um, <laughs> like, so from this time in your life, is there any context, like, whether it be school or crush or AIM related or anything else that you remember that you want to share today? What do I want to share? Um... It did tie into like crush era for sure. And that's probably why I went so bonkers on my crush islands in the game. <laughs> um, because I would probably just oscillate from AIM to Roller Coaster Tycoon to AIM to Roller Coaster Tycoon, um, which is all just crush related. <laughs> I don't know about you, AIM, but like there's a bell that will ding for certain people if you want. When they log in, I forgot about that feature. Yeah, so like my crushes were had bells by them, but if if they're offline, it's time to get on your game, which is very funny. Do you remember your username? Yes. Can we hear it? Yes, you can. <clears throat> X, sugar is yummy. X. Oh, that is a classic style username with the x's bookending that oh yeah so you know that i cybered for sure got, <laughs> got in trouble for that um that's what the x's indicate but also my sugar addiction <laughs> were you a big candy head what's going on here? oh were i mean people if you ask me what my favorite food is it's hard for me to think because i'm always craving chocolate always craving sweets desserts like I'm such a chocolate chip cookie head. Oh my gosh. Do you like to make, do you ever make, do you, are you like, I, I like homemade. I like the, just the cookie dough from the store. Any preference? Uh, this is a secret, so don't tell anyone, but I'm. Okay, I won't. I Listener, stop listening. Stop listening. I used to bake cookies and my aunt made it a big thing growing up that we would always bake cookies, um, Pillsbury but roll it out and make the shapes and then make our frosting. Um, and we would make chocolate chip cookies as well. Uh, I'm vegan now, so I sort of just buy vegan easily at Whole Foods chocolate chip cookies that taste amazing. But I honestly don't bake them myself now. Um, sure. Because it's a little bit harder. Tiny. Oh, well, I actually never really made it from scratch anyways, but it, there's – it rarely – vegan cookie dough to just plop on the sheet or I would yeah um and the ones you buy are just as good um but my partner's friend who's a baker uh on the side really he's a stand-up but 
he makes incredible vegan chocolate chip cookies, which he just figured out how to make because I want them. Um, oh, hell yeah. So good. Um, but don't tell anyone I'm vegan. Um, I won't. That's and the listener, the, now listener, you can tune back in. Don't judge me. Yeah. Hi. Um, I love Roller Coaster Tycoon. Uh, so much so that my partner for Christmas tried to get it for me for the Nintendo Switch. But it's such a later version, and it's so not intuitive to like play it while holding the Switch that yeah, it's just such a different version that it's not mine. It's just like it's too new. Yeah, it's- I that well, that being the case, like outside of your you know your crush era when you mm-hmm. really were into this game, did mm-hmm. you ever revisit it like in high school or any time later when you still could play that version? Nope too busy too busy with um actually having a boyfriend and then <laughs> not need, not needing a freaking island at that point um and then actually i probably did on my mac book pro when it still had a thing but it would yeah. overheat my laptop so badly that i couldn't play for too long without my laptop screaming at me yes and getting so hot on my lap that all my sperm would die oh we hate to hear it (laughs) or my ovaries were fried whatever is bad for too much heat on your genitals that's probably i mean i'm sort of like a laptop in the lap person now um I don't know why I prefer it than to sitting at a desk, but I'd rather just be in in a comfortable position on my laptop. Yeah, you uh, you could always put like a case under it or no, something. No, burn or maybe it. Like the more. <laughs> no, I want my thighs to get first degree burns. Uh, that's well, you know what? I bet there's like a version out there somewhere, whether it's just in a browser that you could play. Um, and Lindsay, if I ever find anything like that, I'll be sure to send it over to you. Cause you know, just Thank knowing you. how much you like this game. I do. Um, I really love it. Well, it's also so like that being, meditative. Yeah. That being said, I was just going to ask you, you know, since it feels like we've kind of reached the end of our chat on the game, like, can you leave me with, uh, with, uh, just like put a bow on whatever place this game held for you at the time or however you look at it now? Um, thinking about it now, I think it was fun to build your own, like world building was so fun, Mm -hmm. achieving the goals. But then I guess I just found out so much about myself of just like people pleasing and wanting everyone to feel good. (laughs) (laughs) And then everyone feeling good made me feel great. So if that's your thing, that's a game for you. Um... Yeah, I think it was just also really meditative. Obviously, I was processing crush thoughts while playing, too. Oh, yeah. Because you can just, you know, go into a zone while you're, like, planting flowers, planting planting trees, planting your fountains, you know? It's just yes. something where you – it's like running. You're just doing something and then lightly processing your day. Um, so it was meditative in that way. I loved it. That's great. And I can definitely relate to that 
uh, a lot when you get in like a flow state with an activity and your brain is just processing and yeah. like, whoa, what did I just do? Yeah. I love it. Um, I would say more hours of my spent, uh, more hours of my life were spent on that game than like any other video or computer game combined. Even more than Sims Hot Date. And I, I can guess and why you were playing that game. Kiss, kiss, kiss. Um, yeah. Crush City. But still, I don't know why. I still resonated with Rollercoaster Tycoon more. Yeah. I think because I had the cheat code, it it was less... I was less proud of any kiss I accomplished. Oh, the cheat code to Hot Date? To Hot, to hot Date, yeah. The Rosebud one where you just have infinite money so you can kind of just do whatever you want. Oh, sounds like real life, am I right? Um, no. <laughs> oh, okay, thought I was, but fair. Even though we had an, a room just for the computer, so that's pretty... Hmm. Oh, I actually, I know I said I was asking you the final thing. I have one more question for you. Oh! That I can't believe I didn't even ask. What? What's your favorite theme park in real life? Do you like, th I'm assuming you like them. Um, Disneyland. Okay, and do you have a favorite ride? If you could ride one ride right now from Disneyland, what would it be? Ooh, uh, it would be Thunder Mountain Railroad. Uh, I feel like it's the perfect amount ride and perfect amount you can still talk to your friends and, like, just be like, LOL, right? And also, like, look at the goat and don't stop looking at the goat. It'll feel crazy, you know, just all these, like, insider things you don't know about. Disney ah. until you go a bunch and learn all the I, secrets. I love this. I like. I know exactly what you're talking about. You like mm -hmm. keep looking at it so that when you get whipped around, it the sensation yeah. more. Yeah. Um. And I can totally relate to you. Like that's a ride that I would ride with friends in college because I went to school like a half hour north where we would be doing like jokes the whole time. Exactly. It's yes. The perfect amount. We we're still talking, and we're on a roller coaster. And it's just like nice. <laughs> yeah. Um, man, I love that ride too. And uh I'm glad you brought that one up. It it also it feels like a really good summation of just like who, you know, just like at least a representation of like who you are, which is just, you know, a very like loving, fun person to be around. Kind of like that ride gives you the opportunity to do that with people. Aww. Um I just uh, also say the F word a lot. <laughs> oh dude you know where that thing is just flying on that ride <laughs> look how small this fucking town is now that you're next to it uh, um anyway the kid and Lindsay, are like yeah it is yes <laughs> it is. um thank you so much for bringing on roller coaster tycoon to discuss uh for today um before we go i've got two fun segments that i've got prepared for you based on you bringing this game on the show the first of which is the fact me by your game segment. And I'm just going to tell you some fun facts about this game. I'll see if I know them. I probably don't. Ooh, why? Tell me if you do. So the, I've got two for you today. And the first one I have titled, you got to try the pizza. Uh, <laughs> now this comes from a website called mental floss. They actually have a, I think it's an article that's like seven things, uh, seven facts about roller coaster tycoon. And, um, the first of which uh, I have here, and here I go. Uh, in the late 90s and early 2000s, food companies would often offer copies of computer games for purchasing their products. Uh, like, did you ever get a cereal box and, like, there was, like, a computer yes. game in there? Yeah. I Same here. But, like, um, really cheap, right? Like, 
it'd usually be like Wonky. often like an educational game. Yeah. Um, well, in 2003, Pillsbury offered a free copy of Roller Coaster Tycoon for anyone who sent in a proof of purchase of toaster strudels or Totino's pizza rolls. Um, so I think you would it kind of like box tops. You'd like cut out a little piece of that, send it in an envelope, and they'd send you a CD-ROM back. That's freaking awesome. Pillsbury is Very what sick. I would use for Christmas cookies and Halloween cookies growing up. But I already oh, yeah, had perfect. all the games, so I don't know. You, I don't. You were all set. I was all set. <laughs> <laughs> um. Anyway, found that kind of interesting. Very much like a sign of the times. Uh, the second fact I have for you, I have titled "Some Assembly Required." Uh, there's a great uh video about Roller Coaster Tycoon and its development by the YouTube channel Tech Stories, which I will. Uh, I'll have to send you the link to this, Lindsay, because I think I really like it. Um. And a great – there's someone who's been on this show, Jacob Geller, who's a great YouTube creator. Uh, he has a whole episode uh, that he did on the on that game. I'm going to send that to you as well because he's really fantastic. But from Tech Stories, I have a fun fact. Um, developer Chris Sawyer, uh, who uh, worked on this game uh, almost entirely by himself, I believe, just had someone who would code the sprites and do the music for it. He did everything else. Uh he employed an unorthodox and complicated coding method for Roller Coaster Tycoon using a coding method called assembly, uh, which was a method of writing code that requires the user to write out significantly more lines of code than the standard streamlined method at the time, uh, which was called C. The way I'll sort of make this, put this in layman's terms is that thank you. it's like building a website where you could use Squarespace, which has everything that would just, it's plug and play. They've yep. got templates it's easy or you could just write the code yourself a lot more complicated um so he used assembly and it was missing a lot of the quality of life features and organization that naturally came with the c method and this meant that chris essentially had to have the code for the game mapped out in his head because when looking at code that someone wrote for assembly it's not like you could read it and be like, oh, this is what that is. And this is this is like, oh, this means the, the mm -hmm. park benches will be brown or yeah. whatever. Um, so uh, but this also allowed uh, so this was, it was kind of a miracle that the game came out and was like had no bugs like today. Oh, my God. Bugless. Bugless game. But so uh, smooth. So uh, oh, some, insane. Just psycho. Just um, like brilliant. <laughs> So yeah, Chris Sawyer, shout out to you, developer of this game, some assembly required. That's it for the Fact Me Buy Your Game segment, and I'll lead us to the final one of the episode, which is the game recommendations. Now, Lindsay, this segment is my one forced tie-in to the movie Call Me By Your Name, where I'm going to treat Roller Coaster Tycoon like your romantic summer uh, love in Italy, and kind of like the movie, you're going to need to, you know, you're not going to make it with this fling. So I'm going to recommend three potential new flings, new hotties for you that all have something in common with the game you brought on today. Okay, I'm excited. Okay, and maybe some crushes for you to smooch. We'll have to Honestly, see. Honestly, yeah. Fingers crossed. Um, so the first one I have for you is that if you love being a tycoon and building uh, this sort of simulated uh, uh, theme park, hmm. but you're more of an animal lover first and foremost, I'll recommend to you a game called Zoo Tycoon where it's exactly what it sounds like. Do you know this game? If I've played it and loved it, am I allowed to say? You are, of course. Played it, loved it. 
Love animals. Ooh. Freaking love animals. Don't tell him I'm a vegan, but that's why I am. I won't, uh, and that's really sweet. Um, so Zook Tycoon <laughs> is your first wreck. Thank you. Record. That means you're good at this, and you were right. You know what? I try my best. It is fun sometimes and satisfying when I will have, like, of course, I always do these before the show, and then someone will mention something they like about their game or another game, and I, I'll get excited when, like, one that I pick has something in common with it. Or they, they like, name the game in their episode. Yeah, I almost um, did. Okay. Uh, anyway, the second recommendation I have for you is that if instead of designing a theme park, you just want to ride the rides of a classic one that you might know and love, I'll recommend to you Universal Studios Theme Park Adventure for the Nintendo GameCube. Do you know this game at all? Whoa, no. I did have this, a GameCube. This was uh, a game that came out a month after the GameCube launched that is uh, really, it was a really bad game. But you essentially could follow around. I don't know if you followed Woody Woodpecker, but <laughs> you would play games that were the rides and uh, attractions from Universal Studios at the time, like Jurassic Park, Back to the Future. There was even a Water World component to this Whoa, game. Whoa, that's fun. Yeah. Do, have you ever been to the actual theme park? Yeah. I just I went go... recently because uh, I hadn't been to the turf land yet. And it was really beautiful. Oh, tur- Turfland. First, I was like, yeah. I don't remember that. And I was like, oh, J.K. Rowling's a turf. Yes, yeah. Harry Potter world. Yeah. Uh, really beautiful stuff. Yes. I want to go to the Mario stuff oh, there, yeah. but I haven't been yet. It was like going to be open in one week when we went. Oh, no way. Way. <laughs> yeah, oh, um, my God. I can't believe you haven't gone yet. Or that I they know, haven't me. asked you to come, like, knocking down your door. Yeah, Universal. Uh, I expect an invitation. I wow. expect a Hogwarts style invitation to Super Mario World. Agreed. Um, so Universal Studios theme park is your second wreck, and I have your final one right here. If Lindsay, we didn't even talk about this, but in the game, of course, if if the ride is too much for a guest, they can get sick and throw up, can't That's they? Right. So if Getting your guests sick doesn't satisfy the sicko in you, and you want them to suffer an even worse fate. I'll recommend to you Jurassic World Evolution, where you can build your own Jurassic Park style uh, style uh, theme park. And honestly, I haven't played it, and I didn't even look into this, but obviously what I'm implying here is that you can get your guests eaten by dinosaurs if you want. Oh, my God. If your crush doesn't like you back? Oh, Straight to the Velociraptor Straight with you, to the Veloc- Chad. Chad. Ugh. Ugh. Freaking Chad. Um, but, uh, um, that sounds great. I love yeah. that movie. Some people up. like it, it, it. It's a newer game, but it rates really high. Um, I don't remember what being... it's called, but there was a computer game that was, that was, I believe, taking photos of dinosaurs. This is like 1995. Like you sure like your photo uh, games. I do. I picked up photography in high school for a while. I might I might have a bo- I have a bonus recommendation okay. for you then. Bonus. It's a game you can get on your Nintendo Switch. It's <gasps> an indie game. It's pretty cheap. It's called Toem. T O E M where the whole point of the game is to go around this world and take pictures of stuff. Here I go. Well, Toem. there we are. Thank you. You're so welcome. Uh, that'll do it for the game recommendations. Of course, we had Zoo Tycoon, Universal Studios Theme Park Adventure, and Jurassic World Evolution. Lindsay, that will end that segment, and it will actually bring us to the end of the show. So before we go today, uh, 
thanks again for joining me. This is so fun to hear from you about your time with this game. Uh, and I'm always enjoy a chance for us to get to hang out and have a good time. So thanks for doing it. Thank you so much. Um, I guess now I know I can talk about Roller Coaster Tycoon for hours if I need to. That I, was hey, holding always, that I was holding that in, I think. It's in your back pocket. Um, I love it. O- on your way out today, uh, is there anything like a show or anything else you want to plug that people should find you at? I think you should follow the at Lindsay is Frank Handel. Yes. With this correct spelling because I'll post every day about the shows I'm doing during the week. And they change every week sometimes. But you just got to keep up on those stories to see where the shows are. You're very good about that. I am very good about that. Thank you for noticing. Um, yeah, I want people to come out and enjoy some comedy. Uh, it's very fun. Hell yeah. Well, Personally, I'll be sure to put I think it's very a fun. link. Yeah, oh, link it's it. a blast. Link me. So listener, I know you want to follow Lindsay. Check out the link in the show notes to her Instagram and you can see all that there. Um, without further ado, I'll go ahead and close this out with some plugs of my own. The Show art for Call Me By Your Game is done by Glenn J. You can find him and his other great work on Instagram at Glenn with two N's dot J-A-Y. This show is produced and edited, and the music is done by Jeremy Schmidt. You can give him a tip of the cap by listening to his podcast, Video Games, a comedy show. Uh, it's a more roundtable-style group comedy video game-focused podcast that you can find uh, anywhere you get your shows. It's also part of our Patreon network. You can find me on social media, Connor underscore McCabe. I'm on Twitch at twitch.tv slash cons is cool 69. And lastly, again, if you like me and you like hearing what I have to discuss with people about video games, consider checking us out and supporting us on Patreon. We're over at patreon.com slash super NPC radio, where we're doing our Pokemon uh, red, blue, and yellow games club that comes out every Friday for those that subscribe to the $10 GJ toad tier. And I do a monthly co-op episode, which I was talking about earlier. Um, we just did an episode on uh, on Ori and the Blind Forest coming up this month. Jeremy Schmidt is hosting for me, talking about the original Dark Souls. And then for the month of June, I will be doing an episode on Death's Door with Courtney Benet and Oscar Montoya. But that'll do it for this episode of Call Me By Your Game. We will see you on the next one.